yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field, going back to Sayre, and Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, March 10th. Now you can see us. Um, you probably heard Sandstorm before the intro. So if this gets taken down on Facebook or YouTube, you'll know why. Uh, me and Landon just had to get a little fired up. We know, no, it's we, supposed to be US, we know it's supposed to be USC's intro, but that song is way too good. Like Virginia Tech can have Inner Sandman. I mean, it's a hype song, but not as good as – not as good as uh, – um blanking now but anyways i also got a little teary-eyed peyton's thing i watched peyton's hall of fame speech like right before we got on here god so yeah I, well i watched tiger woods and i was like i really need to watch the the goat do it the, the actual goat do it uh so i, I watched peyton's go. yeah so I'm, I'm fired up sandstorm peyton it's all running through my body new merch um that you can purchase i think this is our first orange shirt isn't it it looks good i love it I love it. It's my one of my favorites. I got another one here too. I don't know what I've done with it. Oh, here it is. More merch. Lana's not looking. More merch. Oh yeah, that's sick. So um, yeah, make sure you check that out. We can post that link. But we've also got in the next few days, Lana will be dropping some more merch that you can buy. The baseball shirt. Um, they're gonna have that in white and gray. So good options for the the baseball baseballs here in season. And we've got. Maybe another shirt coming. Ideas work. Remember, we're, at, we're ideas people, so give us some time to turn those ideas into into actions. Yeah. A lot Maybe of them are stuff. just ideas. <laughs> just ideas. <laughs> you throwing out the first pitch is not an idea. Um, I know, Zerk, I know you're probably going to listen tonight, so I know you have a lot of power over there. Um, let's make that happen. Uh, I got to talk to Zerk quite a bit the other night. Did you throw out the idea? I, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you do that. <laughs> I'll be at next game. I won't be at Rhode Island this weekend. I'll be at uh, Missouri. I think is my next game. He, he did tell me about Drew Gilbert, and he was just like, "Man, I'm so ready for him to get back on the field. I cannot deal with him for nine innings in a dugout." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gotta gotta help getting time away from him. Um, yeah, we're uh, hope you guys got the bat flip on Monday night. If you didn't, of course, we'll talk a little uh, baseball here, so don't worry. But make sure you get the full take here. Uh, or excuse me, on the bat flip. Um, let's start with them. I, I hope you turned off the Mississippi State-South Carolina game, made your way over to more important issues. That game, there's going to be better basketball played right now on this podcast than played on that in that game. Yeah, I got a goal right here, actually. If you miss a dunk, I mean, you're right on par with that. That dunk was bad. That's all Landon. That, that changed the trajectory of the game. That's an ugly game. It, it's March, baby. <laughs> it's March. I watched the halftime, and I watched um, – is it Erickson? Uh, South Stevenson. Carolina, yeah. 
Stevenson. 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 Three point shooter. Yeah, I watched him just fall over his own feet and then fall to the ground and call a timeout. And I'm like, I'm going to go take a shower because I cannot take any more <laughs> of this game. <laughs> and I texted you all before this game started, and I was I said I because this is the Tennessee will play the winner of this game um, right here. I was like, I don't know what team I'd rather see. Now I don't care. Yeah, I just think big wise, you'd probably rather see South Carolina, but who cares? Mississippi well, State's not either. They're not. And my fear was South Carolina, and I didn't have this fear necessarily Mississippi State. Um, so I guess I really want Mississippi State. So I guess I'm getting my way. My fear with South Carolina is that Frank Martin usually has well-coached teams on the defensive end of the court, and you don't want to get fits there in March. Um, you want to come out, especially your first game, and, and be shooting well away from home. So, yeah, I think I think Tennessee gets the the good end of that in that sense. Dude, I can't believe South Carolina only lost 12 games this season. I mean, I don't know, like, what – their strength of schedule is, but that amazes me because I think they're freaking terrible. Um, yeah, I mean they did go five hundred in the SEC, so that's yeah, that's probably about so, right. So did Florida, though. I mean that Florida sure. and Texas A and M. I think those two teams are way better than South Carolina, which it doesn't matter because Florida's gone. <laughs> yeah, they, that game was awesomely awesomely terrible. It was it was so much fun to watch. That last shot, you only take that shot when you're tied. But what a dumb shot. But I think he's also hit shots like that this year. So, I mean, can maybe not that, that dumb. Can you see that score, not, that Kansas score? Not well. 100 and – I can scroll down and find it. They were dominant. I was about to turn that game on at halftime. And can you they see it better now? Dominating. 101 to 6? 9? What? Zero. It, I don't – there's no way that's right. 87 to um, 0 is what it says. Oh, 87? 87. I thought I saw 107. Um, that's got to be my eyesight. That's not just – Yeah. That's bad, Caleb. <laughs> that, that was my fault. I shouldn't have probably asked you. <laughs> so, uh, no, probably not. So, when's this – I mean, when is this Alabama game going to tip off? 8.30 now. I still think that's advantageous. Alabama-Vanderbilt after this. Uh, I mean, the best game you got today, speaking of Florida A&M, was that game. And, and – or in the SEC, I should say. Yeah. Uh, the best game. Yeah, it's it would the inbound, the stupid foul in the inbound that almost didn't get called a foul. I think Pat Adams <coughs> was it Pat Adams or Teddy Valentine on the call tonight? Pat Adams. Okay, Pat Adams. I think I think he actually got that call right, and he had to correct it. So I'll give a shout out to him this one time. Um, my grandmother did make the comment. I was, I was in there with her watching these games. She said uh, they're blowing their whistle way too much. She was mad it was bothering her ears, but she made that <laughs> comment. I was like, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right they are. So not, not, a good, not a good day for Pat Adams, I'd say, getting just roasted on that front. I by your like grandmother. By my grandmother. By my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Um, so A&M advances. Uh, I probably would have picked A&M in that game. Florida lost to South Carolina – Five days ago? Yeah, I mean, that was a game I just stayed away from just because I don't trust either one of them to win me money. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have bet on it. That's no. not a game I bet on. You're right. But, dude, Georgia. I mean, Georgia. good God. <laughs> what was that? I mean. 86 a, to 51. You got to be by that, 35 by Vanderbilt. 
that's a we don't want to be there, right? One hundred percent. I mean, they fired. Didn't they fire Tom Crean today? After, was it today? I thought they fired him back in. Was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? I thought they officially did it today. Maybe they did it today. Okay. My days are my days are running together. Um, I'll look it up and see what day because I swear I saw it yesterday, which is shocking. I mean, it, it was it was going to happen regardless of. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, so that was. I guess it was officially. I guess people were saying it finally, like that's the that's the final nail in the coffin for sure. But yeah, that's just the. There's no way you show up. <laughs> there's just like you don't you don't show up and lose that bad. So you weren't even there. You weren't even there. That's so one. I think game the worst total... part is not being able to beat Georgia at Georgia since what two thousand nine? Is that right? Yeah, no, two thousand eleven. I think eleven. Okay, two thousand eleven. I think. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely not good. <laughs> we got past but... them though. Alabama didn't, but we got past them. Well, I was about to say one total SEC. They didn't get a tournament win, so one total SEC win on the year. That's and it's Alabama, bad. and it's Alabama, which is what quad one win. <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, they say it's a quad one loss for us. I don't know how that factors into how the quads change, but I don't understand the quads. I don't try to understand the quads. No, they but don't make any sense? No, it's uh... leave it to Joe Lenardi. He does the quads. <laughs> yeah. Big quad exactly. guy. I heard that's all he works out. At the gym. Just oh, he never never skips leg day. Literally every yeah. day is leg day. Okay. Just quads. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> Beefing it up. Um, should be another good good slate tomorrow. It is it's one of those days it's kind of hard to enjoy. Tennessee's the second to last game. So you're you don't get to you're kind of tense until that game's over. Um, maybe tense after, hopefully not. We still But I can't believe that now. it's like it's it's really March. Like it hit me today that like people's seasons are done. Yeah. Like when Florida got beat on that buzzer beater, I was like, oh shoot. They're- well, Buddy Bayhams was done yesterday, but yeah. You, you- <laughs> well, Georgia's was done uh, probably before they started SEC play. But <laughs> does does Mike White is he fired? I I don't know what Florida. I know Florida's just kind of in the middle of the pack. But I don't know what their records have been. So, was this year bad enough to warrant the firing? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. It feels like with with the information I have in my head, which is very very little. Yes, fire Mike Black. I'm kind of on that too. I think he's paid a lot of money. I don't know what the exact number is, but I'm pretty sure he's got a hefty salary down there. And for him to, because that that's a storied program. Whether we, yeah. you know, we kind of laugh at him now, but I mean it. it they have won two national championships. Is um, so like? Do you know what their records have been? Like, do you know where they've stood? Or are you kind of on the same base as me? Without knowing a ton of information about it, it seems like ready to fi- be fired for this season. I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, because if this we're not not in the SEC, if this is your worst season against a really good SEC, then I'm probably giving you more, you know, more leash. But yeah. if this has been what it's been. I know they've been middle of the pack, so I, I don't know where they stand. Yeah, I don't know. They I, like have I said, a really good big. Like they had Blackshear, they had Castleton, and they just, for whatever reason, just couldn't put anything together. Right. 
Like Tyree Appleby, I mean, he's an ass, but <laughs> he is good. Oh, I mean, I feel like that team should probably be better, but I am going to be fair that the SEC is top, like top heavy. I mean, so top heavy. So you're looking at, and when I say top heavy, like the the ones that are good are, are the best, and it's hard to win against them. So you're looking at the top four, potentially top five teams when you kind of throw. I guess you throw Alabama into that that number five spot. I don't. I don't know. Um, Where did they finish? Six. They? They're nine and nine. So I guess LSU, LSU is five. LSU is five. Yeah. So it's like those. So I guess maybe potentially six. It's hard, really hard to win against them. I don't know truthfully how terrible nine and nine is. So that's why I want to know how often he's been doing it. Like, is it time to move on, or is this kind of a bump in the road? Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I want. I want him to stay there. Honestly. <laughs> Oh yeah, because with our luck, Florida would go go out and get someone better. Yeah, I mean, or at least someone that's gonna. I thought our text the buddy tweet would get more. That was good. That was good. Um, I, thought, I thought it would catch on. Maybe a lot of people don't understand the. Maybe maybe the Danny White hate is dying out. Maybe. Because you do. I mean, you don't, need, you don't need Danny White hate. You just need some Danny White spitefulness to like that tweet. Yeah, so maybe this maybe the Danny White spitefulness is dying out. Which I mean, that's fine with me. I don't I have any read. I think he's done a pretty good job. I think. Yeah, he, I, I thought text the butt like that's a, that's a great quote. Yeah, text your I, and, yeah. I isn't it crazy how good this athletic program was without football? Because a lot of I mean, when the focus is on football, it is hard for success to come, but. Also, like, look at, I mean, Alabama basketball thinks a great example. Like, their basketball success kind of just followed their football success. Not that it's yeah. been the same amount, but I would say pretty – I mean, they had, like, a two-year stint where just as good as Tennessee in basketball. Um, yeah, I mean, no, it's it's pretty impressive when you think about it. Didn't mean to go off on a tangent about Tennessee athletics, but. Yeah, March is here. March is here. I'm pumped. Let's do all SEC teams. Um, well, no, actually, we're on SEC tournament. I want to ask you: Does Tennessee playing Kentucky, if assuming top seed wins, do you think Tennessee like what are the I guess what are the chances of making the final? Would you have rather have seen Auburn or Arkansas? Um, I, I'd rather see Auburn. I'm, I'm just yeah. not, like their guards are just not. I I don't like them. I don't. No, think I, I don't. I think they're good, but I don't think they match up with Tennessee's, especially for 40 I, I would rather play Window Green, uh, Jasper, and Cambridge than Ty Ty Washington, Severe Wheeler, or J.D. Note of Arkansas. I would rather play them 100 times over. I, yeah, I agree. I, I would put Arkansas into that category. I know they even gave Tennessee fits when they're up big, when they're up big. Um, but especially on neutral court, which I know the last one was a home game, so that that's tough. But – it. I I agree. I think as far as the only team I think that can match up at the guard position in the SEC is Kentucky. For 40 yep. minutes, it's Kentucky. That's the only one. And then one. they have one of the best bigs in the country. <laughs> yeah, and that helps too. So, no, I agree. I think being on the Kentucky side of the bracket makes things more challenging. Why couldn't you come in fourth, you assholes? Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um. Yeah, I would like to. I would rather play Auburn, probably. 
in my opinion. Yeah. Well, Tennessee, I mean, there's 32 seconds left. Um, so Tennessee's going to play Mississippi State tomorrow as 6.30 tip-off. Um, that's off the top of my head. Did I make that up? I think that's right. Six, six. Okay. 6 p.m. tip-off. Um, Friday night in Tampa, following the LSU-Arkansas game. Why Let's pick the semi. I kind of like it. That arena mm-hmm. looks cool. That arena looks cool. The Lightning, I guess, is where they're playing. Is that is that where it's at? I assume it's it's all blue seats, and I couldn't think of another like just sold basketball arena that's that nice in Tampa. I just don't understand. Like it's not. I don't understand why it left Nashville. Are they just doing different ones? I guess they're try, like trying it out. I mean, they because won't it's try not out. centralized at all. No, I think I think Tampa's a. I think Nashville's a good destination. I think. It, Atlanta would be cool because it's where the football one is. I think Tampa is one of the other few in a, in a state that you play in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think Tampa is one of the cool few places you could play and be in an SEC state. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. It's just I mean, you would, like it, it, it was just weird. Like, that's right. not what I think of when I'm like – SEC tournament is in Tampa. Well, I don't know of another um, New Orleans would be cool. So I'm trying to think of places that would have the arena to hold the SEC tournament. Um, South Carolina doesn't probably doesn't have one. I don't think there'd be one in Charleston. Definitely not one in Columbia. Um, Greenville, Atlanta. Maybe. They do. Know, they've I, done. The, I'm they've done the women's there. They've done the women's there. How many people go to like? How many? How many people are in the stadium or in the arena at one time? I'm not sure. I know for an SEC final, it, it was packed. I mean, okay. it was it was full crowd. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure they. You know, when you have multiple games too, you have more people in there um, from other teams. They get the pet bands there. That adds seating, so I think it has to be in a place that's of adequate size. And obviously, Tampa Bay Lightning, NHL. I think that's where it's at. What about Johnson City, baby? Let's play in the Mini Dome. Hey, I'm telling you right now, you only have to play in the Mini Dome. Have you ever been to? I think it's Liberty Hall. What slaps? I've actually never been. Is that where that's they where... play basketball in Liberty Hall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, where is that at on campus? Freedom, Freedom Hall, not Liberty Hall. Freedom. Are we in Pennsylvania? It's 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 on Science Hill and. Liberty Bell Middle Schools. That's where I get Liberty Hall. Okay. Yeah, Freedom Hall. Freedom Hall. Um, yeah, I, I think it would be great in Freedom Hall. I think uh, we're coming in the ETSU game. That, not basketball football. But yeah. you get it. Yeah, that would be fun. Do it at night. I didn't mean to say night. But, yeah, I mean, we can do it at night. Well, it's the, the game's at night, right? No, I, you, I meant to say You didn't mean big, to say that. I didn't mean to say – I didn't mean to say <coughs> gotcha. um, Yeah, that was a mistake by me. So, Emil Arena. I don't know whose arena that is. I was hoping it would say, like, who plays there. Um, All SEC teams. Yeah, but I love the off that week, so we're good. Yeah, Everybody comes that's a bye week. Yeah, we're good. Um, it is NHL. Um, it doesn't look like any – it says basketball, arena, football, concerts. But, okay. yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, sweet. Okay. SEC tournament. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? We do know our opponent now for tomorrow night. I mean, tomorrow is when it gets to the real stuff. Dude. Oh, Bama Vanderbilt's out to play. Yeah. 
Who do you think wins that game? If Alabama doesn't win that game, I will shave all my hair off. My head. Not my face. My head. <laughs> We're making a hair bet, folks. Get in here. Scotty Pippen Jr. is going to make you go bald. No way Scotty Pippen Jr. solely wins that game for them. And he would have to. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way they're going to win. So, I'll, I mean, I guess I'll lose this bet to Scotty Pippen Jr. if I have to. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, SEC, all SEC teams. Let's do that real quick. Bruce Pearl is your SEC coach of the year. It's not a big surprise, I don't guess. I do think ever since they got that number one ranking that they haven't been – I think they've looked like the fourth best team in the SEC. Wow. Okay. That's a that's – a I, I don't know how Auburn's good – or uh, Arkansas is good, but they are. I have no – like, J.D. Note is good, but other than – like, Jalen Williams is okay, but other than that, like – Who's who scores for them? No, they've they've definitely struggled since like what mid January. Who Auburn? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, barely beating Missouri. Or you did you no? No, you you beat Missouri. You beat Missouri. You lost first game that you were number one. You barely beat Missouri. Barely beat Georgia. You lost to Florida. Yeah. It was. no, I, I mean fourth best just is is a little. I don't know. They're definitely. I mean, but I've always said. I guess top. I mean, bottom four isn't unfair. Uh, bottom of the four and unfair because I've always said I feel like these top four teams are very interchangeable. Yeah. I Sorry, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say always. I should not say always. I had Arkansas out of that. I did not believe in Arkansas. I thought they were funny until so they played Auburn. Because they lost – you can't, you lost to Missouri. That team lost to Missouri and Vanderbilt at home. That's true. Or Vanderbilt at home. I don't know if Missouri's at home. But they lost to two bad teams, one at home, at least. That's bad. So, That's I had cool. them out. I So, I shouldn't say always. But it, since since you it was clear all, or Arkansas was good, I would say the four interchangeable. So, who would be – like, if you were to rank them one through four, who would, who would you pick? How would you do it? Biased or not biased? Not biased. I hate that Kentucky. Uh, not not that their records deserving necessarily because they're they're third, but Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn, Arkansas. Okay, yeah, I, I would I'd probably agree with that, or I'd put Auburn I'd put Arkansas in front of Auburn at this I moment. I'm yeah, and and I'm and I don't even know if Kentucky's. The clear-cut one, I go with them because when I put up those four teams, I'm thinking who is who is the best team one through five or one through seven, whatever you want to call it, just based on your best players. Yeah, and I feel like Kentucky has the best players in that in those when you just single them out. So that that's why I pick that. I think they're very interchangeable. I agree. I I could see. I would agree with. I think most rankings. I don't know if I'd ever put Arkansas at one. That's my only thing. But they've been so good since they lost to those teams. Yeah. So I, I don't. Uh, did you did you have any on the all SEC teams? Did you have any of like freshman of the year, player of the year, um, defensive player of the year? Did you disagree with any of those? 
So player of the year was Oscar Sheboy. Uh, or uh, sixth man of the year was Tari Eason. Freshman of the year, Jabari Smith. And then Walker Kessler was defensive player of the year. No, I, I, I didn't have any I didn't have any problems with them. I mean, I thought they were all well-deserved. Could there have been other guys win them? 100% sure. Yeah. But I don't think anybody was undeserving of it. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I wanted I really wanted to see um I really wanted to see uh Sky Zealer get six man of the year. Not, not Tari, that I don't think Tari Eason should star for LSU. He just doesn't. That's why that's why well, I got and in the last what eight years, Zakai Zealer probably starts for Tennessee. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. That's true. So I think he is kind of a victim. I mean, but I think when we were talking about is don't hold me to this, but I think when we were like, is Zakai Ziegler the sixth man of the year? I think we said it's, it's stat wise, it's got to be him or Tardis. Yeah. And I, because I think you brought up the same point how he should be starting. Right. So, no, I, I mean, no, I don't. At, at the end of the game, who plays? Who, who's on the court yeah. at the end of the game? Zakai Ziegler and Tardis. And so both of those guys should, they're considered six man, but. Their starters, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm going to put my coach cap on running off that note. If you're young, don't worry about starting. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Worry about playing and playing good. Yeah, like a freshman. I think that should be like a a younger person award. I don't know what Tari Eason is. He's a a sophomore. So, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, and uh, I really – the only one I – He's a senior, I'd be like, uh Right. I really wish I, – I don't know who you leave out. Maybe Keon Ellis. But, I mean, he's been Alabama's best defense player. Josiah Jordan James being left off the all-defensive team is criminal. It is. It really is. At a, at a sixth spot. I mean – Why do you have, like, eight different players for every single team and then for the all-defensive team you have five? Yeah, that's I mean that's that's true. I don't know. I don't know, how that, I don't know the how it gets voted. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. I mean, Zakai Ziegler is worthy of it, but I, I mean, Josiah Jordan James, he's he's on the opposing team's best player. Yeah, I know we switch a lot, so you know maybe that doesn't hold a ton of weight, but. Dude, like defensive rebounds, blocks. I mean, a guy that can guard one through four for sure, and maybe even five at times. How do you not put him on that team? Yeah, I think that's another thing is is when you look at stats, it's it's hard to it's hard to argue anybody that's on that team. But when you watch him play, like you said, can guard any position on the court. So he's guarding a different position, not in, not out, and still doing the same thing he does defensively. It's very Please get Jalen Williams off this team. Good God. I hate him. I hate him. Which I'm probably sure, I mean, he should like being hated by opposing fan bases. That means you're doing something right, doing something good. But I hate him. Yep. 100%. So. 100%. Um, yeah. That's uh, – anybody else you thought? I mean, Tennessee-wise or maybe, I mean, maybe another SEC player that was left off that you were shocked by? I thought everything else was pretty – I mean, uh, the Tennessee players got it. I thought Vescovy getting first team. I thought that was 
you deserve that. Um, second team, Kenny Chandler absolutely deserved it. And then, you know, all freshman team, that was a no brainer. Those two would, yeah, would find their way on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think the only one besides Jordan James, that just doesn't make sense to me. Right. And, and he kind of left him with a fresh memory too, having one of his best games, both on both ends of the court. So to not be on like an all second team, pretty crazy too. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, hopefully it pisses him off and, uh, he shows out in the tournament. That's all. Right. I'm sure he'd rather win a, a SEC championship than worry about that. Yeah. Ah, oh, please. Let's cut down. Let's cut down some nets this week. What do you say? What do you say? All right. Let's. Uh, let's for each month. We do one in March and one in <laughs> April. I like that. I love that thinking. Actually, um, let's let's flip to the to the good stuff. You know, this is a Tony Botello's show, uh, Richard Jackson show. Um, Zakai Ziegler show too. Don't forget, we got plenty of that talk in. Let's talk some baseball. What an interesting week. Well, interesting like two days, I guess. Really. <laughs> yeah, James Madison came in here and you're up. I left the game. It was seven to one. It was cold. Oh, I hadn't let the dogs dizzy. out, and uh, I get home, and I'm listening to it on on my phone. I walk in the door. Feed the dogs. I sit down, turn the game on. It's seven to seven. I was like, "What the hell happened?" Um, but yeah, they just kind of caught you in that sixth and seventh inning um, on Tuesday night. Just hit a couple home runs and and, and tied things up. Just kind of unfortunate. Tennessee had already kind of subbed out some of their better players to get in some reps because, I mean. You don't want to call the dogs off too early, but it looks like maybe they kind of did that. Yeah, right. Um, but you you have faith in the, all those guys too, and it is a midweek game, so you got to treat it like one. But also, you want to win the game. Um, yeah, definitely. So the rain delay hits. You pick it up on Wednesday, and uh, Drill Ortega smokes a double to to end it in the tenth. So. Yo, what you came for? He's going to lead the team to doubles, right? I mean, by the end of the season, him or Evan Russell, probably. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's crazy because Jarrell hadn't he hadn't been one of the like strongest hitters, but the man gets second. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's been he's been solid for Tennessee. I, I was super surprised, not surprised, but I was the way he played last year as a freshman, and, and that's probably not fair on my part to to use that against him. But batting 148 and the batting, you know, 400 so far this season, I mean, that's a yeah. heck of a turnaround. So props to him and the work he's put in. He, he's He's been phenomenal for Tennessee, and that's why he keeps moving up the lineup too. Right. Thankfully, Wednesday was a better day than than Tuesday. Yeah. Um, was it cold? It was much better Wednesday. Yeah, it was it was cold, kind of both days, honestly. Yeah, it was it was, but Tuesday, especially when it started raining, that's that's a different cold. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But man, the the player of the game on Wednesday is Will the Thrill Mabry. I mean, dang, straight mowing them down. Yeah, 
He had uh, eight strikeouts in five innings, giving up three hits. Um, 57 pitches, 40 of those were strikes. So he was just filling it up. And I think he mowed down – he had, I think, eight straight batters he faced. He That's sat insane. down. So, yeah. I mean, just a phenomenal outing from him. And just another arm in this bullpen that you can rely on. He, he pitched – um. He pitched well on Sunday. You saw him on Saturday. I think he, he gave up a few hits and then – or a few runs. And then Sunday um, pitched pretty well, and I think he just had an inning. <clears throat> but uh, that was his longest outing by far. I don't think he's pitched – I don't even think he's pitched two innings in his career and pitched five uh, on Wednesday or yesterday and uh, and freaking shoved it. So that, that was good to see him get his first win. Uh, of the season, it feels like you just find out. You mentioned he's not one of the guys that I mean you think of when you think of this pitching staff, and and that may be a that may be unfair to him, but just adds to the level that this pitching staff's at. And um, golly, I I I wasn't a Tennessee fan that tweeted it said I don't know if there's a better pitching staff in the nation. It, it might have been eleven point seven. I'm gonna agree with him here. Uh, it's a little Wait. biased, but I'm was it you? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I think yeah, I would definitely who, tweet that. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure I saw it from someone, a non-Tennessee fan. And gotcha. I think they're right. I think they're 100% right. Yeah. I mean, and we're not even healthy. <laughs> That's the yeah. – I mean, we keep harping on that, but it's it's absolutely true. I mean, Blade Tidwell and Seth Halverson, when you get those two back, it's, it's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Yep. Can't wait for that. Um, dude. Jared Dickey. It's a good name, by the way. We haven't given him name credit. Little Dickey? I mean, Jared before Dickey, just that seems right. I'm not convinced his parents' last names. I think they named him Jared Dickey. That's just his first name? No, I, Maybe, but I'm not convinced it's his family's last name. I'm convinced they were like, he looks like a Dickey. Jared Dickey. It's, it's a very baseball name. name. Very baseball name. But dude, he continues. Name. He continues to rake. I'm. We mentioned it on the bat flip on Monday. He's not what you think of when you think of a leadoff hitter. Um, I think they wanted probably that to be Seth Stevenson. He struggled a little bit as of late. But Jared Dickey gets on base. He's batting like 600. I think he's fifth in the country in, in batting average. So, guy gets on base. He doesn't have to be quick. Right. <laughs> and he's hitting a lot out. Uh, he hit two out last night. Um, and Tennessee hit seven as a team that tied a program record. And they're actually leading the country in home runs before that game with 30, and they put a seven spot <laughs> that day. Um, so, yeah, they're still leading the country 37. I think the next one is like 32 or 31. So, I mean, Tennessee's – right? It's not, actually. They've kind of slowed down a little bit. I think Florida's up there. Okay. I mean, NC State's probably up there, but they're not second. They're not second, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Tennessee raked it last night. It was good to see Trey Lipscomb get a couple hits again. Yeah. Um, after struggling this weekend, 0 for 11. Um, he was 2 for 5 last night with another bomb. Christian Moore. He, he's – Trey Lipscomb has got to be like same mindset as Drew Gilbert. I'm not hitting this ball. I am crushing this ball all the time. Yeah. And Christian Moore, yep. man, I mean, 
good God. He's had, what's he like, nine for 16 or something? Like, he's had 16 at-bats, nine hits. Four of them have been home runs. I mean, that's insane. And he had another one last night that was a freaking no-doubter. Also, somebody pimped it. Who pimped it? I think Jared Dickey pimped one. Yeah, that sounds right. He does a little oh, strut. Yeah. It's so nonchalant, but he's pimping it. I love to see that. Right. I wish we got more replays of bat flips and and people <laughs> pimping home runs because that's what I like. Yeah, to see. you definitely don't get them on the weekday games. You get you get plenty of it on the weekends. And yeah, it, the camera angles just aren't aren't good enough on the weekdays. No, not at all. And I don't mean to don't mean to jump around, but but speaking of. Those games on Saturday, the, the better produced games. We're getting uh, analysts, VFL, Sunday. So come back Sunday for more baseballs. Yeah. Super excited for that. Super excited to have – are we announcing Did I say – did I say – I mean, I, I was like, did I say his name? Uh, you did say Hans his name. On. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that that feels like – I'm so sorry, Cody. I apologize to you. But we're excited to get him on, talk some baseball. I'm sure we'll, we'll dial into his playing time a little bit too. Um, yeah. But definitely, since he's calling the games now, uh, talk a little Tennessee. Speaking of somebody that can absolutely rake. Golly. There's a Sevier County bear on the top of their basketball arena that uh, I think he's hit before in high school. So um, it's probably got a little indention if you went up, <laughs> climbed to it from Cody Hahn. So. Dude, NC State is nowhere on this list. Where are they even at? I mean, it's probably only um, it's only Tommy Tanks. Tommy, Tommy White? Golly, yeah. dude. It must be just him. <laughs> and people are walking him now. They're not even letting him hit. So, I mean, if nobody else is <laughs> on that roster, why not? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not getting him around, so. He's a guy you, you load to you, – you put on base to load the bases. <laughs> but uh, – but going back to baseball a little bit, Christian Moore, I think he's he's a guy that's probably going to be in your starting lineup going forward. I mean, okay, who does he replace? If he's not a position player, I think he's yeah. got to be your DH. I mean, he just so, he gives you just an added element to this lineup. I mean, you can already flip it now and not really miss a beat. Um, right. yeah, but Christian Moore's got to be in it. The way he played this weekend, the way he's continuing to play. Just in his limited opportunities so far, you gotta see that through and see where it takes you. Oh, I mean, it's hard to disagree. I, I, I'd be, I'm interested to see who you start to take out of that lineup now. But because, like you said, it's already, it's already loaded. Yeah, I mean, when Drew gets back, Christian Scott will probably move out of there. Um, I mean, he'll get plenty of opportunities, but he's playing center field right now. And, you know, when Drew gets back, that's where he'll be. But DH, that's kind of been a, a spot that we've talked about that hasn't, yeah. you know, somebody has to step up. And, and it was Jared Dickey and left field. You know, you needed that to be solidified too. And, you know, he's went from DH to being an all-day in the field guy. Yeah. And so that DH has kind of been left open. You know, they were hoping Seth Stevenson could be that, Logan Chambers, and Christian Moore has just stepped up and been everything you wanted and more out of that DH spot. Yeah, no, that's very true. Maybe I mean, 
Maybe against Rhode Island this weekend. You see him for the first time, full time. Yeah. And Rhode Island, I'll go ahead and say they're terrible. I mean, they're one of the worst teams in the country. I don't know if they're eye on a bad. I hope they're not, but expect a lot of runs from Tennessee this weekend. Oh, oh and 10. Yeah. It, it sucks this would be cold. Yeah. This would have been such a fun weekend. Seeing yeah. balls fly. Imagine it being 75 on Saturday like it's like it was today at one point. I mean, it feels like every game I've been to this season, I've been to it. We're 12 and 1. I've probably been to eight. Every yeah, single stop going. Every single time. It's terrible weather. Yeah, sounds like sounds like Landon needs to stop attending the games. We'll, <laughs> maybe we'll start that. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Hopefully we get better weather for SEC play. That's what I'm excited about. I'm tired of playing no offense down and James or uh Rhode Island, but I'm I'm ready to play somebody different. Oh, 100%. Play it ready to play a good team. I'll say it. And Drew will be back, hopefully be back by South Carolina. I like it. I like it. Let's hope that happens. Um so this weekend, Rhode Island, make sure you come back Sunday for us. Uh, we'll recap it, of course, and then Monday, really dive into it with the bat flip hosted by Landon and Dylan. So make sure you come back for that to get more baseballs. Yeah. All right, QB. I know there's a couple of Trevor's already Trevor's already in the chat, ready for some Nico talk. Nico. Uh, maybe we should have let off with Nico. I don't know. But, <laughs> okay, there was someone saying that Lane Kiven's picture the Aston Martin was cooler than than the G Wagon picture in Neyland. Yeah, it's not even it's not even a comparison. It's not even close. Uh, not even close. Lane Kivens looked like they pulled over on the side of the road and took the picture. Yeah, cool. You're wearing J's. I guarantee Josh Heupel's wearing J's. He's, At no, least he's, he's wearing those in. Those recruiting pictures he takes all the time. He's wearing J's. Yeah, we need he to get looked, him a new he pair. looks like a, a hey dude kind of guy, though. He does look like a hey dude guy. And, and I, I will, I did see him at the embassy and he was wearing some hey dudes. Of course. I'm shocked 0%. Um, but that's where he was hanging out with Nico's dad and, and his family. So, I mean, it just seems like they're all in. I mean, if that picture doesn't tell you that, I don't know what else will. I mean, they're, all in for Nico. I know it's it's tough to get guys out of the West Coast, but you know you got Caleb Williams going to USC. I think their number one quarterback in the state of California is going to USC, so that's kind of out of the picture. Oregon is kind of the West Coast team you're going to have to beat. But um, and who is Oregon's coach again? Is it Lanning? No, it's shoot. Why'd you ask me out? Give me quizzes. Uh, Is it McClendon? Yeah, Brian McClendon. That's who it was. Okay. That's right. Didn't he get fired at South Carolina? (laughs) Did he? I don't know. He's at Georgia last year, right? Okay. No, wait. Did he? He was the head coach at Oregon, the interim? He's at Georgia now. So Dan Lanning is the head coach. At- Dan Lanning, yeah. Okay. okay. I looked up Oregon coach, and the very first return was Brian McClendon. Yeah, that, that's what I did too. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, 
And wasn't he – he was the defensive coordinator at Georgia. So, like – That's okay. That's where I got Georgia from. And then Brian McClendon happens to be at Georgia now. Yeah, I just – I don't understand the – I mean, I, yeah, the Polynesian culture at, at Oregon and West Coast, I get that. So, if he's going to stay West Coast, he probably goes Oregon. But, but Tennessee just makes a ton of sense when you have – you know, the offense, it just kind of lines up perfectly. Hendon Hooker's last year is this season, so he can come in as a freshman and really compete for the job. You go to Alabama, Bryce Young has another year. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe you go to Alabama to sit for a year, but if you're really wanting to play and, and really compete as a freshman, Tennessee and then, you know, Georgia, I don't know why any quarterback would want to go to Georgia when you look at how they've – handled the quarterback situation for so many years. It's awful. Yeah. I I feel good about – I mean, you also had two – I guess they weren't crystal balls yet, but two predictions that that commitment – you know, that commitment's coming. You had them on – you had them on a great weekend too. I mean, yeah. to, to not be a football weekend, a great weekend to have them. So, I think Tennessee's got to be – like, that makes me feel better about – I believe the – the analyst in this situation, it makes sense. And I think Tennessee is going to, this is going to be a situation where Tennessee may get someone because of system. Cause if you want to be a quarterback, if you want to shine as a quarterback, you can't, you can't say this in the system for you. Now, if we want to talk teams and, and best teams that are going to compete for championships, different story, but this quarterback's going to use, or this system is going to use a quarterback and let him shine. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be like, I mean, your selling point is like, Hey, we turned Hendon Hooker into a Heisman candidate in one year. Imagine yeah. what we can do with you in three or four. I mean, it's it's gotta it's gotta be a huge selling point. And you know, I'm sure they're pulling out all the stops. I mean, you saw the picture. I mean, they're doing it big, and it you know they're going to continue to recruit guys like Dante Moore and Christopher Bazina and, and people like that just in case. But, dude, Nico's at the top of this list. And the good thing about – this is where the the transfer portal really, you know, comes in your favor. If you don't land any of those big-time quarterbacks, go get a transfer. You've done it with Kendon Hooker. You know, you, yeah. you've got that selling point that, like, hey, we took this kid from Virginia Tech and turned him into a Heisman candidate in one year. You can do the same thing. Yeah. And there'll no, be plenty of – I mean, you saw all the quarterbacks, and it had to do with, you know – coaching changes and things like that, there's going to be more of that next year too. You know, maybe not as big as some of those jobs, but there's absolutely going to be capable quarterbacks in the transfer portal come next season. So if you strike out on some of these kids, it's not the end of the world, I don't think. Landon, quit talking like We're not going to strike out here. All right. That Ben's Ben's waiting for him. That's his first NIL. I promise you. Just wait. That it's that's another of. thing. I, I think Tennessee's figured out NIL wise. At least it seems like that to me. Everyone's saying it. But I mean, and I'm I still don't understand NIL. Yeah, I, I lost your sound for a second. What'd you say? I, I said that's fair. Okay. Um we talked about it. like with Bryce Young signing a six, you know, six figure, what seven figure, what was it? Whatever. Insane NIL deal that what has he produced as a face for anyone? So it's obviously 
I don't know. So I, I'm not 100% convinced Tennessee's figured out, but I also would believe it if they were. I just know right now it seems like people are telling us, and it, it's not showing yet. Well, I mean, I don't know, like, if if it has to be, like, a big name. I, I think Spire Sports oh, yeah. is literally, you know, you got all these donations for this one thing, and then, you know, you're, you sign with them to do all these events, and you make money off those events. You also make money off all these T-shirts that, you know, have your name on it with the ball shop and things like that. Like, I think there's – I don't know if there's just a big deal waiting on somebody, but it seems like every, you know, recognizable athlete at Tennessee is making money. And it, it looks like to me, I mean, again, I, I don't, I don't know exactly what numbers wise looks like. I don't think anybody, right. has, but I guarantee Hinton Hooker, you know, Cedric Tillman, you know, Blade mm-hmm. Tidwell, Drew Gilbert, those guys, Evan Russell, those guys, um, Zakai Ziegler is another one. Um, are doing very well for themselves. Oh, I, I'm sure, especially when we're talking about college students who have baseball is a little different, but the other guys have very little to no bills. I'm sure they're making good money. I'm still confused where the six and seven seven figure deals are coming from. That's all. Not I'm not 100 percent confused on the IL, just on the massive numbers. Yeah, and and I think it's a it's a number of things. Like it's not just one oh, yeah. deal. Like it, it's got to be like, oh, we're gonna pay you five grand to come to this event and sign autographs, or you know something like that. So over time, you make you know in a year you make seven figures probably. Right. I mean, let's just go to Bryce. I mean, that's that not that seven figure deal. See what he's promoting on like his Instagram. He's got some Bitcoin here, it looks like. Cash app. That's his big one, right? Cash app. Who? Cash Who's app. Ross Young? Yeah. All right. He's got a Logan's Roadhouse. So Cash App's his big one. Subway. He's a Subway now. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, when you put those three deals together, that would make sense to me. That's right. on his very short list because the Cash App one makes a ton of sense. Um, but those are the only deals that I could see like prominent brands, Logan Roadhouse, Subway, Cash App, making that much money. It takes a big deal like that to make the amount of money that Nick Saban claims Bryce Young made. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what it – again, I don't know what it looks like, but it seems like Tennessee's figured it out, whatever it is. Right. Um, but, like, Zakai Ziegler, he's got Crystal. That's That's got to be a big one. Uro's got yeah. Crystal. Yeah, Crystal, I would say – I would guess Crystal is a pretty big one. I would guess. Um I don't John Fulkerson's got Mayfield. Pals. Pals. That's yeah, that's I bet. I guarantee you pals. I guarantee you pals pays good. They just pay their general employees good. So I guess. And their food's good. Personal experience. Food is delicious. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I want pals now. I've already eaten dinner, but I may have to go get a burger and milkshake. I might give me a milkshake tonight. Yeah, I may do that. Yeah, it just it just seems like the stars are aligning for Nico to Tennessee. I don't know why, but you know maybe we got crystal balls. Yeah, maybe we're just better. we're just putting that uh, we're taking that cup off a little bit. Maybe we're setting ourselves up, but it, it just it's just got a different vibe to it. You know, somebody mentioned it today that Tennessee hasn't landed a five star quarterback since two thousand two. Um, so I mean that's going to be is that is that Schaefer and 
Was that or was that Schaefer or Ainge? Ainge wasn't a five star, was he? I don't know who it was. Two thousand two was that? Was that Crompton? No, nah, way too early for Crompton. Let's see if we can do a quick Google search here. Was it Clawson? Mm-hmm. No, that's not Clawson. Right. Too late for Clawson. It's got to be. It's it's got to be uh, Anger Schaefer. Gonna take me some time here. I'm, I'm every 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 five star thing is um about Miko. It, ha- it has to be one of them. I mean, their freshman year would have been. Ah, their freshman year might have been later than that. Somebody's like, Harrison Bailey. Was it CJ Lee? Oh, was it? No, he was a junior in 2002. It wasn't James Banks, was it? It had to be. 2002? Was it James I'm Banks? To, I'm about to tell you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I knew it. I, th- I was thinking it had to be too early for Ainge and Schaefer. Because he played in the 2006. Or 2007. Uh, James Banks, yep. Holy crap, that is <laughs> insane. I would have never gotten that right. Ever. Yeah, James Banks, number 29 overall, number three quarterback, dual threat, 6'3", 195. Hey, talent's up, Landon, because he is also a Carson Newman Eagle. He is. You know, it also Tennessee landed three five stars that year. Gerald Riggs oh, and Brandon Jeffries. How nice it would have been. How nice it will be. We'll say will be. How about that? Yeah, when you land a five star quarterback in this offense, I mean, you're getting every receiver, offensive lineman, running back in the country. Take your pick. Yeah. He's bringing them with him. You hope so. Yeah. You hope so. Oh, man. Yeah, it Y'all just, it just feels different. And, uh, dude, if he goes to Alabama, Ty Simpson, does he come home? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter because we're, we're getting Nico. Nico Eal Maliava. Nico. Wow. Yeah, that's not a right to me. It is a right. right. All right, dude. Seeing him you. like sign autographs and stuff in the embassy lobby, I mean that that dude was living it up this past. Wait, week. adults were getting adults were getting autographs from him. I did not. There were there were some people that were of. Let's just say that they were going up to the embassy to drink, and I saw them taking pictures with Nico. Which is cool. Hey, pictures do 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 pictures are better than autographs. Pictures yeah. are better than autographs, I think. Yeah. I mean, like, but when you think about it, like, number seven quarterback, that could be worth a lot of money someday. Yeah, I just feel like I understand if you go somewhere that you expect to see him and get an autograph, but, like, you just show up at a bar and you're like, ah, dude, let me get your autograph real quick. That's a different level. Saw my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, please be eighteen. Um, yeah, that's a weird move. Weird move. 
he was in college, but this was like Cleo McKenzie's freshman year. I was in a vehicle, not driving, very inebriated, and stopped the car and took a picture hanging out of the window with – I think I opened the door, actually, with Cleo McKenzie. Yeah. So my wife almost hit Juwan Jennings in the fort one night. like During the 2016 season? Yeah. Yeah. We don't forget, Landon. We don't forget. Yeah, I was like, Raven, you almost killed the most beloved – Tennessee football player in the program and, right one of the, and the most one of the most important during that season yeah so I, I mean I would have hated her and I hate that I would have hated her but I would have had to <laughs> you get it I would have had to hate her yeah that would have sucked for you that divorce would have been messy <laughs> <laughs> should have taken everything <laughs> were we married at that time we weren't married you weren't married all right we're good yeah, we're good. No messy, just a just a breakup. Yeah, it'll been a messy, messy breakup. Yeah. Um, speaking of all his wide receivers, Kelsey Pope hired as the receivers coach. Um, saw you saw an exit of that position to go to to go to the Saints. Yep. Cody Saints. Burns. Cody yep. Burns went to the Saints. Um, yeah, I don't really know much about Kelsey Pope, but I think you said it best. A video and uh, they they told the players it's kind of all you need to know at least how they feel about the hire that's all you need to know that's it yeah they they seem to like it. it it just seemed like a an easy transition you know guys in the wide receiver room were comfortable with him knew him you know they he helped recruit some of those guys you know Caleb Webb and um, Cam Miller and um, Squirrel White and guys like that so that they knew Kelsey Pope and. You know, I, I think they did talk to David Johnson and some other guys about the the job, and you know, they just players want to Kelsey Pope, so you know, give the players what they want. I mean, it, it's an awesome story to see him kind of work his way up from he goes running backs at Ohio Northern um, in 2018. He was at a D2 school at Shorter. Um, was assistant wide receivers coach. He was at Tennessee Tech. Gardner-Webb is passing coordinator, wide receivers coach. And then um, Heupel talked that he talked to him about coming on at UCF as an analyst. And so when he got the job at Tennessee, he wanted him to come and be an analyst. And, hey, man, he, he's going to have to work out being a recruiter. Um but and when you have that kind of relationship with players like you saw in that video, I don't think that's going to be a huge issue. I think it's right. more of just getting used to the grind of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's something this whole staff had to get used to. Besides Rodney Garner, none of them had just a ton of experience recruiting high-profile guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, good experience. But it, everything I've heard – about Kelsey Pope since, you know, this came about has been nothing but positive. So if the players enjoy it, Josh Heupel thinks he made a good hire. I, I trust in Josh Heupel to, to, you know, I trust his judgment and see what happens. Definitely. Definitely. Um, no, I mean, it's, it, there's not much to say about him, which is, I mean, unfortunately it was good that, like you said, it's all positives, but yeah, I'm, I am content after what I saw from the, from the players. So yeah, I mean, Nick. Somebody had to give Nick Saban his opportunity. So, <laughs> I'm all not, right, I'm like, all yeah. right, Kelsey Pope. No, no big deal, big dog. But yeah, step up. But yeah, kind of him working his way up. You know, wasn't a. Also, is Kelsey Pope just five six? 
Is that true? And then, you know, I mean, you just said Nick said someone had to get Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. Thought I'd check and see. Um, he was a really good wide receiver at Sanford, though. Yeah. Had a shot in the NFL. I don't know what that what his NFL time looked like, but a he spent was some around. time with the Cardinals, is what yeah. this says. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm excited for that. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready for Tennessee football. I'm a little disappointed in the spring game. I thought they could have done some cool stuff with that. Apparently, the buzz for Nashville didn't work out, which I, I don't know if you could do it in another city mm-hmm. and it'd be good. I, I think Chattanooga would be interesting because it's a very small stadium compared to Neyland. Um, I think it would have been interesting. Memphis, I think, would have potentially – I think it would have been cool for recruiting. You, you talk about how big the state is, and, it, yeah. you know, recruiting Memphis is hard for that reason. I think being – obviously, your family would rather see you play in a game, but if you get to make that trip once a year with your team and get to stay overnight and be around your family, that's a big deal. And maybe I think something to look for in the future with dwindling spring game numbers. I think it would be cool to explore those options. And I think it, I mean, it definitely wouldn't hurt you on the recruiting trail. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. I just don't get like, you're not going to broadcast it at all. They are. For- I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, are they not doing on SEC network like they usually do? No, it's just going to be on those TVs that, you know, whatever. Where's that plaza at? I, th- I think that's next to like Humanities Building. I think it's Humanities Plaza, actually. Okay. It's the it's the one uh, across from the Torchbearer, okay. Volunteer Village, I believe. I believe. I mean, I assume they would use that same plaza. I don't know. Gotcha. I guess I should have read more. I obviously didn't read enough about it. I yeah, I, I thought time. it'd be in that area too, but when they said the plot, I was just like, I don't know exactly. Yeah, that's that, but yeah, since they used a different name, they may have, um, may have kind of moved that to a bigger area for more fans because it sounds like it's gonna be a full event too. Yeah, because I think there's there's baseball that week, that weekend. There's softball. I think there's soccer also. Soccer. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of stuff going on at that point. So, yeah, I mean, I'll probably make my way down there, but it is just I don't understand why you can't just broadcast it for people that don't live in the Knoxville area aren't going to come here and. You know, it's it's hard to get them to come down here for a, a spring game, let alone watch it on TV. Yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's part of it that stings a little bit for me. And it's like not I'm not saying like I'm mad at Josh Heupel about it. I just know how coaches feel about spring games. They're they're he's okay with this not taking place. Oh yeah, yeah. So I guess that's a little frustrating for me. It is going to be in Humanities Plaza. That is Volunteer Village. Um, okay. So yeah, that's that's where it'll be at. But yeah, I um what's that called during uh, with all the tailgates? It's called something else, isn't it? Vol- volunteer Village. It's that's where it's at. I feel like you're it's probably called thinking of Circle Park. Else. You're probably thinking Circle of Circle Park, Park which is okay. across from Volunteer Village. Gotcha. On the same side of the road as the Torch Bear. Yeah. Okay. So Every time I'm there, I'm yeah. inebriated, so I have no clue. <laughs> and, and I think you, <laughs> and, I, and I think you still could have done what you're doing in Knoxville for the fans that obviously wouldn't make that trip. You still have the fun festivities. You still have baseball, softball, soccer on campus. So I think it could have been a, a cool event to take on the road. Maybe that's something they look towards in the future because there's still plans. I don't know if it's as intensive uh, the next phases, but um, you, you still when, have renovation plans. When is that plans. weekend? That is the. 
I believe that's Missouri, April 8th, 9th, okay. and 10th. That's what I was going to uh, look at the baseball something like that. Yeah, so uh, an SEC weekend, obviously, for Tennessee. And yep, so, yeah, I think it – and people tweeted at me and, and told me that – because I, I said I think they should have taken on the road. said apparently they explored that option, just didn't seem like there was interest there to do it. Um, and it and is a spring game. Money, too. And it is money, but Tennessee's got it to blow. Um Dude, we got to pay Nico points. <laughs> <laughs> I think – I mean, baseball does it with fall ball, or they did it this year. They went to Chattanooga and Memphis and yeah. had great turnouts. That may be the case just because you're playing other teams. But if you do fan days like you used to before COVID, I mean, I would be shocked if you didn't fill up a small stadium just fine and, and more Yeah, in a, in a town you don't normally play in. So – yeah, I'd, maybe something to explore in the future. I, I don't know. I'm an ideas guy. If you want ideas, call me, Danny. I can spit ideas to you. Um, you can shoot them down. I hope they do. I hope they do it kind of like you know the baseball did with the the watch party. I hope it's an event similar to that. Maybe a little bit more organized. Maybe you know. Maybe there's some hype around you know each kind of sport that you can. So make. You're, Showing all games, you think? Because I think yeah, a lot I, of the I, games I, conflict. Okay. Well, if you have multiple. Yeah. Show them. Um, no, I, I think the one thing, though, about baseball is what made it cool, and you won't get this with football, and I think you will in the future that they like that idea, is it was right next to the stadium. You felt like you were at the game, mm-hmm. and it was very yeah. it was very neat. I don't, yeah. I don't think you get that with this. That's true. It's an, orange and, it's an orange and white game. It's not a super regional um and it's not next to the stadium so i don't think they'll get a good turnout honestly because i don't think they're doing any fan day activities like where you get to see the players and stuff is there not going to be a bunch i mean they said a bunch of vfls will be there too so okay so that that probably that probably brings people out then if they do that. yeah they'll probably have food trucks and i'm sure they'll probably be selling ten dollar beers and stuff like that too so <laughs> They'll get their money. Don't worry. Hundred <laughs> percent. Their money. They'll get it. Uh, do we have any questions for you to segments? I don't think so. Right, I'm gonna go throw. I'm gonna throw a segment at you. Th- yeah. This may take longer than I'd like. Um, this is part of our greatest debates series. I'm sure you've seen this one this week. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Doors or wheels. Hmm. And I think for it to classify as a door, it has to be able to open on it. It has to be able to open. It can't just be like a painted door. It doesn't count. Or a design door that doesn't do anything. Like all these Ooh. white women who have random barn doors and stuff in their house now. Or old wooden doors just sitting against the wall. Doesn't count. I would say wheels. I would say wheels too. This debate is over. That's amazing. We're going to have to find ways to disagree. I'd say wheels. Yeah, I think there's more wheels. Just because, yeah, like, just, I mean, I mean, this thing right here, this chair I'm sitting in has four. That's a good point. I, I mean, think about, like, cars. You usually have at least four wheels, four doors. But then you have, like, tractor trailers who only have three doors to, I guess, Eight, 18, 18 wheels. I've always <laughs> called them 18 wheelers. But they always have, like, an extra one on there on each side. So 20 yeah. wheelers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I mean, I could go on. you got plenty of examples like that. So, yeah, I, I think. I like that someone did a TikTok where they were like, "You." Someone said door for like microwaves. They open the microwave door and they're like, "What's in here, though?" You know, the wheels that rotate. Oh wheels. yeah, 
So I was like, great, great rebuttal. I'm going to go with wheels. But hamsters. Hamsters have wheels. They also have a door, though. At least one, usually. How do you get the hamster in and out of the cage, Landon? I thought it was just like, can, can they <laughs> climb out of it? I don't think you just not have them. It sounds like you put your, your hamster in a full cage. No, no exit. I was not allowed to have a hamster. I was told I wasn't allowed to have. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have any cool animals. Yeah. I, dog, I was one dog was it. Fish. Fish seemed like a cool animal to have. I we had some fish. We had fun very, night fish that lasted like two days usually. I'll never forget one time I uh I thought it was hilarious that I woke my dad up saying I hit the fish tank with my football and there's water everywhere. And he yeah, like woke up and went storming in there, and there was nothing. And dude, I got wore out. Wait, that. you just you pranked him? Yeah, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty messed up. I would love though if it turns out you didn't even have a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, we haven't had a fish tank in years. <laughs> this happened like two years ago. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Um, it's kind of like that TikTok that it's like, honey, honey, what? wake up. I can't see when my eyes are closed. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they wake up like freaking out, like trying to like get ready to go to the hospital. And they're like, wait, what's wrong? I can't see when my eyes are closed. Oh, God. Uh, uh. You would <laughs> never do that to Raven. You don't have the balls to do that to Raven. She would tell me to just open them. <laughs> She's. She'd, She'd be like, figure, figure it out. <laughs> you can't open them. I'll open them for you. I'd rather not be able to yeah. see than wake her up. So <laughs> I don't think you could wake her up. It's it's tough. <laughs> Stupidity's an epidemic. Let's hit it. Um, man, I don't, I don't know. If hey, I'm... if Alabama loses, I'd look good bald. We're fine. I'm okay bald now. I don't know if you saw my. Uh, I think I sent it to you. Might have lost Landon, or you might have lost me. I don't know. We here? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Uh, I must have lost you for a second. I don't know what happened. I don't think I have any stupidities. I've got two. You want one of mine? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll give you this one because I think this one fits you perfect. Um, LeBron James is okay. opening the LeBron James Museum in Akron. And it's just about LeBron James, his career, and his business and philanthropies. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that's conceivable. Yeah, that, yeah, that just, like, if somebody else were to do that, okay. Like, I feel like just give it time, and Akron will probably do that in the future anyway. Just give them the money and let, let them say they're opening it. Yeah, don't say you're doing it yourself. That makes you seem like an ass. God. Also, Adam said that I would do the same thing. First off, if I had that kind of money, my name would rhyme with Hugh Hefner. He had the greatest museum of all time. Sorry, ladies. I know it's International Women's Day a couple days ago, but that man's a genius. I'm just saying. Straight facts. I, I don't do tell have what a, I would do if I was a billionaire. Well, dude, I don't even know what I would do. I'm so tight. 
Like, I don't There's no I think way just having that amount of money would dollars. freak me out. Maybe. Yeah, I mean. Oh, it definitely freaked me out. I, I don't think I would spend it for a while just to stare at it. I, and when I say a while, like five minutes probably. Right. I'd just stare at it for five minutes. I, I do have one. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> I bet 1500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. <laughs> That's what every gambler <laughs> that has a problem says. <laughs> I took the bet. So, Calvin, you owe me $1,500, by the way. I said bet. I responded. Also, is is it not stupid to like bet on the Falcons anyway? Right, <laughs> and I and I'm a, I'm a proponent of athletes should be able to bet only if they're betting on their team to win. Any athlete can walk in and bet on their team to win. I, I believe that. That's fine with me. Can't really affect that money line only. But why would you bet on the Falcons? Yeah, the like thing ever. Like I, I've seen their scores like every Sunday. <clears throat> And I, I, I know they're not going to win. You, I have a hard rule. Not you see them every day. You know for a fact they're not going to win. He didn't realize they wouldn't be playing air like they were in their walkthroughs. I guess that, so. that confused him. That confused him. Man, what a – I love it. I love it. I love that he was just one day suspended for a whole year. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I've got one more. Uh, you're going to love this one. This one comes from our girl at Chrissy underscore Freud. He's got one of the top couple arms in this entire draft class. He's training every day with Carson Strong and Desmond Ritter. So that's really a good reference point. Jared Garantano may be one of the best kept secrets ahead of the draft. You had a great tweet to this. I like that. I will. That That's my only statement on it. There nothing else needs to be said. He started in the premier league of college football. If you don't know his name, there's a reason you don't know his name. 100%. Period. End of story. And I gave him the you I mean I probably let him off a little bit. I was like, you know, maybe he does okay at West, at uh, Washington State. Get away from whatever's been kind of on your back for the last few years. No, he was even worse at Washington State. He Here, is here's, terrible. Here's my thing. If he gets drafted, I feel like I might get drafted too. Yeah, you might want to call your agent and make sure. Yeah. Like, there's no way in hell. Also, he has a good arm. But when we talk about strong arm, is his strong arm better than any decent quarterback? No. Yeah, just look at look at the play where he overthrows Dominique Wood Anderson in the swamp. <laughs> I thought about that the other day when I was playing NCAA 14, and uh, I was driving against Georgia Southern Miss, and I tried to throw that same route. I threw L-stick down, and that thing got thrown in the bushes to Sanford Stadium. And all I thought about is, GD, I have Jared Garantano as my quarterback. <laughs> I put, I pulled that L stick down so hard. I tried to hit him in the feet, and that ball just sailed on me. Oh man, stung. Lost to Georgia in overtime. Yeah. Also, training every day with Carson Strong and Desmond Ritter. I mean, like, like I know who those people are, but they're not they're like high-profile quarterbacks. Yeah, you're, you're not. <laughs> Like you're not helping your tweet with those names. Sorry. Now, she, if she, if you're saying Peyton Manning and Dan Marino, people be like, oh, I mean, at least he's training for a retirement home. <laughs> but like an old lady, like an old Tennessee fan, who's Carson Strong and Desmond Ryder? Oh, I don't know him. I don't know. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, it's bad. 
bad, bad, bad. I loved it, though. I loved it. Got Tennessee fans fired up about football for no reason on a Thursday. It was great. Jawan Jennings was picked in the seventh round. If JG and, gets drafted, I will I will stop watching the NFL. <laughs> um, golly. 40, Fred Warner said Jawan Jennings was the best player on the 49ers. I think Fred That's Warner – might be the best part. No, it's definitely Debo Samuel. But I mean, that, hey, that's at that's, least he said it. Yeah, that's awesome. To that's by awesome the way, it operates from it's one of your cats. Definitely Debo. It's definitely Debo Samuel. And shout out, shout out to Kyle Shanahan for being like he's our best player. We're going to get him the ball. If we can't throw it to him, we're gonna hand it off to him. We're gonna toss it to him. He's gonna have the football. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's not that hard. I mean, literally, it's not like. That hard. Peewee coaches at six years old know how to do that. Yeah, incredibly dumb. Thank you for not overcomplicating that. We appreciate it. Oh, that's all I've got. That's all I got. That's it. It's been fun. We'll be back Sunday and Monday after a couple good – those games may be long. Just be ready. Cold and long, not a good combination against Rhode Island this Saturday – or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But – uh. Home run Kings coming at you. Home run Kings. Then we got the SEC tournament. Hopefully we're playing late in the weekend. And uh, and we'll see where Tennessee ends up in the NCAA tournament on Selection Sunday. So we'll have all that coming Sunday night. Also, we'll have VFL Cody Hahn with us. Um, super excited for that. And um, I'm sure we'll ask it. We'll have some funny questions for him. So you better be ready. Um, Guys, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.